I don't know what that was. I, I felt like you hit a new one. <laughs> was that always in there? Yeah. The new one definitely drops soon. It's got to drop by Christmas. I feel like I, I think I, I have some old um, movie shit from when we were doing movie quotes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that one doesn't work. Oh, that one doesn't work. Does this one work? Hang on. Things are more modern than before. <laughs> oh, I see bad taste on there. I know, it didn't work. Ah. Smaller. <laughs> it's computers. <laughs> That'd be my book report. That's computers. We are fucking up because we aren't doing two shows a week because we're busy now. What the fuck is going on? And we're sorry. And we're doing this show on a Thursday because I'm not going to be here on Friday. And what? Um, so I wanted to tell you something awesome because, um, you know, I'm, she's moving. So I'm, I'm moving out all of her shit. So I found a pile of CDs and I found a demo that we made and... I think it was off the songs that we recorded in New Brunswick with the Grillers when there was four of us. Okay. Remember we recorded with that dude that looked like Austin Powers? I forget his name. Chris. Chris. Yes. All right. Gobo, they call him. Uh, technical e- <laughs> yeah. te- Technical ecstasy in yeah. uh, in a uh, in New Brunswick, but I don't think he he owns it anymore. I think he has another place. But well, that was like a, that was he's a good friend of mine. We me and him ended up actually. You still, how do you still know these people? You know everybody like we used to know back in the day. Well, uh, Chris, me and him ended up working with each other for a very long time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a good guy. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so it, it, that was, uh, so basically what you're talking, first off, welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast, my name is Devin, and, yeah, I'm rich. And, uh, and, and you're starting off talking about private shit that nobody really should care about, I guess, but you're talking about our old band, yeah, and one of the first albums that we ever did. So is this the one that we recorded, or is it just a demo? It just had three songs on it. Okay. And the first song is Highway 35. Uh huh. And it's fucking epic. Well, I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> epic, bro. It is. So epic. That's how to describe it. Like, okay. That's what our songs were. Because just when I thought it was going back to the chorus, new part, new part, mm-hmm. next part. All right. And we just had like eight parts to every song. But like, of course, I just smoked a little bit of weed. So it like it sounded really awesome. And even the people that weren't into it in the room were kind of like went quiet and were like, damn, this is some hardcore shit. The animals got scared and ran away and shit. But Highway 35 is a fucking great song. Um. Uh, first off, I, I let me apologize if you if you if the listeners at home get any sort of sniffling or whatever. I've been fucking sick as shit all week, and I'm trying not to cough or sniffle into the microphone, but it might happen. And we never t- start our own fucking cocaine business because every time I breathe in, it's like breathing hot lava into down my throat. Anyway, because um, we never want to work again. What did I want to say? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> what did I want to say about the grillers? Oh, anyway, oh, what I wanted to say was I put. All of our band, old band stuff on my YouTube page. Uh, for anybody who wants to listen to it, I don't know why the fuck you would, but if you're interested, we talk about it from time to time. So if you say to yourself, hey, what do these idiots' bands sound like? The shit's up there. And all of those I have up there, except the one album that the Grillers did at Technical Ecstasy with yeah. Chris Gobo Pierce. Yeah. And uh, I would love but, to hear that. There were so many songs on that record. I don't even know what was even on that. Yeah. Well, I think the thing with that, that record is that, that we never truly put it out out no because we never mastered it we I, it, we mixed it but we didn't master it and then we had moved on 
and I guess we didn't like some of the songs. I don't know what the whole thing is, but uh, yeah, we we kind of fucking scratched all those songs. But anybody out there that might have a copy of that, I would love to to have that, it. That was the ten songer. That's another thing about me is I don't own any of my own music. I don't I don't have any I anything know. that we've ever recorded. I I think I I think the the one CD the real deal CD that we did. I think I have like one or two of those. I have the seven inch. Yeah, the, see, I don't even have that. You're, now you're talking about our old band. Lint, seven, yeah. yeah, I don't even have that seven inch. At home. And the only thing I have from the Grillers is, um, the five songer, but it doesn't play because it's all scratched up. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, well, I mean, I guess technically I do own it because I have digital copies, which are on YouTube. So if you look up Dev Ferry on YouTube, you could listen to those things. Oh, and you know what else I got? I got the pre-production we did in the basement before we went and recorded the album. Like the, you know, the rough versions of the songs uh-huh. that we just, you know, put on a tape recorder. I'd be interested in hearing they're, that. They're pretty badass. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to... I didn't think ass was coming at the end of that. <laughs> well, you know, they're bad and they're badass. <laughs> I'd be interested in hearing that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It was just pre-production demo shit that we were just putting yeah, together. to kind of remember what the... Because I think we wrote those songs probably within the same month that we went into the studio. Yeah, maybe. Like... The first song on the album we finished in the studio, remember? Oh, you're talking about the pre-production that we did for Soundwaves and Sunsets, yeah. the, the, the major album that we did. Yeah. Oh, I thought, okay. Yeah, th- that's actually re- would be really interesting to hear raw versions of those yeah. songs. Yeah, that's what I got. Okay. No one at home gives a shit ab- mm-hmm. about our bands or, or, or any of that stuff. But uh, so... Here's the deal. Let's get this out of the way. I know that you, you A High Five listeners are used to two shows a week, one showing up on Tuesday night and one showing up on Friday night. And uh, the last two weeks that has not happened. And I apologize for that. I really, really do. But me and RTG's lives have been spiraled into disarray recently. Jesus Christ. Um, and both in the name of the almighty dollar, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking... It, we were, I was just complaining about this. I was in full complaint mode before we turned on the mics. And I don't I don't want to burden people with my, my problems. They're not very interesting. So I'm not going to dwell on them for very long. I don't know why I'm talking in this cadence right now. <laughs> and you're doing the Italian thing. And I'm thing. doing the Italian thing. <laughs> but let me... That's when I know you mean business. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I just watched the five-part Inside the Mob series on netflix over over this week when i was dying in bed uh with an ice pack on my head and a thermometer in my mouth what have it has having an ice pack on your head ever done anything well i was thinking about that while i was dying sick it does a lot more than when it's hot in the room and someone puts the ice cube in front of the fan. <laughs> what the fuck? But the 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 old the the the, the go to picture of somebody who's ill with a uh, like it has the thermometer hanging out his yeah, mouth the bag and the one. ice yeah the <laughs> ice pack on his head. What is I guess that's supposed to reduce fever. That's maybe? what I was thinking. If you have a fever, I guess it cools you down. So anyway, my complaint was. And what about chicken soup? the fuck does that do that's fucking delicious though yeah but it doesn't cure anything why is that oh you're sick have some soup if you get a real good homemade chicken noodle soup though mm, mm, mm. it cures you i don't know but maybe i think it's i think it's because you're over the hot broth and you're breathing in the steam it kind of opens up your past passages that makes sense you know i I mean you get some protein and shit from it. i don't know how much benefit how much the nutrients benefit your sickness but i think that that whole yeah. just opening up your your nasal when cavities. When I was sick, I used to boil a big pot of water and put a towel over my head and just fucking chill like that. Really? Yeah, minus the chicken. <laughs> you should have just threw <laughs> some just chicken breathing. in that water and had a fucking time for yourself. But I wasn't eating it. I was just breathing it. When uh, Now we're all over the place, but, but I have to tell this story because it's one of my favorite stories. And I'm sure we've told it on the podcast, but probably 
almost 100 episodes ago yeah. because we are creeping up on episode 100, my friend. We're at 9 8 right now. Um, uh, so when you were in, me and you went to the same college, we've talked about that a billion times, but you actually went there before I did and you were living in the dorms and I came to visit, I drove down to, uh, the wonderful Pomona, New Jersey to Stockton University. You were living in the dorms with some random dude. Yeah. The mad scientist. And, uh, I drove the Pontiac 5000 down there, uh, which was a car that I bought off of you for like a hundred dollars. Favorite car. When you lost your license for your first, your first go around. (laughs) No, second. Oh, second go around. First, I lost my license before I had it. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) And you know, and we were laughing about it then. Little did we know that like six or seven go arounds would come later, <laughs> ten years down the road. Anyway, so I I, I was driving uh, my little sedan. I drove down to, to meet up with you. Uh, met up with you at the dorms. We went out to a party. I had a had a good night. Got a little fucked up, a little tipsy. Um, I was definitely uh, way beyond uh, driving capabilities, whether I thought so or not. And the whole plan was I was going to go. <laughs> The, the whole plan was that i was gonna go crash at your dorm at least sleep it off you know until i could until i could drive and uh you, you know how when you're drinking you, 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 you get really hungry you want the munchies sometimes it's late the party's over you know it's later you want to fucking just house some shit before you go to bed which i don't do anymore because i have the metabolism of a sloth but when i was 20 fucking one years old or whatever that was the the ritual and uh, all I wanted to do was eat something. We went back to your your dorm room, and all you had was a can of like Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Not even. It was like one of those bags of dry soup, <laughs> <laughs> hard noodle. So real. I was like, "Fuck it, cook up the soup." Starving, <laughs> drunk as shit, starving. Cook up the soup. So in your little dorm room microwave, you cook nah, up. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it was the, the mad scientist had like this kettle. To boil water for like tea or whatever. And it was just a kettle with a little space at the bottom for the water. And you just plug it in and it boils the water for tea. Okay. And I was like, ah, fuck it. And I poured the package into that before the water even boiled. And remember, the mad scientist was asleep. And he was like, Richie, you can't cook soup in that. That's just for water. And I was like, Dave, I've done it before. And he goes, well, shut me up. <laughs> so, yeah. So I forgot about that aspect of it, too. And they came out made raw. We're, we're in your dark uh, dorm room. Your, your, your roommate's sleeping. You know, three, it's a dorm room, so three feet away from us. I'm going to sleep on the floor. Uh, starving out of my mind, you make this weird fucking chicken soup concoction that doesn't even make any sense. Still but crunchy. still, but still, I'm in on it because <laughs> I'm I'm drunk as shit. I, I and I'm hungry as hell, and I'm smelling the the sodium and the chicken in the air. Yeah, yeah, now I'm getting hungry. And and we sit down to eat to share the soup like two hobos on the train tracks. <laughs> um, and uh, and and we're about to take our first but you you're about to ladle your first spoon into your <laughs> mouth and i was i was salivating looking at it like i can't wait to eat this soup and i said one stupid fucking thing that made you laugh and you laughed over the soup and snotted in it went, and just snotted straight into the soup do you remember what you said <laughs> no do you no oh yeah i have no idea no because i forgot. but i'm sure it was hilarious i forgot i snot rocketed in the soup until you told me like years later and i and what happened was at that very moment you laughed into the soup and i was like fuck this i'm leaving because i was so pissed i was so hungry i ate that soup now what i what happened i'm sure you did yeah you've marked it as your own 
so I was pissed off, drunk as shit, in no way, in shape or form, able to drive a specifically uh, an hour, an hour and a half up the parkway and all the things that required getting back to where I was living at the time. Um, and so what I did was, in, in my pissed off state of I, I didn't get any soup, uh, the snot soup, I, uh, I got in my car and I was driving recklessly out of the campus. Now, what I did not know at the time <laughs> and that I would learn later. But that was the same day? Same day. <laughs> it's the same day. What I did not know at the time was that when you leave Stockton University, I don't know if it's this way anymore, but it's 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 a T. It's a left <laughs> or right situation. So you come to the end and you either have to make a left or a right. And at the top of that T, if you're going to actually picture the letter T, just picture a whole wooded area on top of that T. So if, and and I, it was it was the middle of the night. It was probably like three in the morning. I'm hammered out of my mind, pissed off that I don't have snot soup. And I drove directly over the T. <laughs> thought for some reason I was going forward. How did you get out of there? Got air. My car <laughs> flew, like literally did like a hop. Like, don't worry about it. We're professionals. <laughs> Up in the air. And then I landed in the woods like <laughs> And so close to smashing in, like smashing my, wrapping my car around the tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? The dust was like settling in the air around the car and shit. <laughs> Now the the good thing was that it was the Pine Barrens and it was three in the morning and there was nobody around. Like there's the chance of there being a cop driving by was minuscule. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't go that far in that I was able to I was able to back it up and and slowly get out and then drive home. You didn't have to push or anything. You just backed right out. No, nah, well it was because I didn't get a phone call. <laughs> you kept that no, I was like fuck that dude and his soup and his roommate and the school. And then for some reason a semester later I went there. <laughs> but no, anyway. So I don't even know how we. Oh, because this uh, chicken noodle soup. Yeah. But what I wanted to come all the way back to say is that we, me and you right now, both of us in our own way, are sacrificing ourselves for the almighty dollar, and I don't like it, my friend. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. And I was doing a lot of thinking about that today because I'm done with this fucking you know, job here, job there, just to get by until what happens? Nobody knows. And I was thinking... Until a high five blows <laughs> up. Yeah, thank God. I can't wait. <laughs> but um, Leave a review on iTunes. You, you know what sucks? I heard that to get a job, they do credit checks. Did they do a credit check on you to get this job? Um, I the job You're talking about the job that I'm working now? Yeah. Uh, well, I there was certainly a background check. Yeah, well... Um, sometimes background checks do uh, um, include credit checks. Sometimes they don't, but they never really tell you. Now, I, what I can tell you is um, at my old job, to become what they call a key holder, meaning that you have keys to the place, um, codes to the safe, keys to the front door... Uh, cash register keys, shit like that. Uh, you certainly had to have a credit check, and and I know I I knew a bunch of people, not a bunch, but a handful of people that were in line for that promotion, and then were denied because their credit was bad. That's so whack. It's retarded. Like you want a job to make money to improve those things, right? When will anyone ever let you give you that chance? You right, exactly. You know, so you have to pretty much take the lowest form job you can just to crawl yourself out of the credit ditch right. to get a job. Do you have bad credit? I never did until now. Really? Yeah. Ran up some credit cards, some yeah. CCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. fucked up. But 
I used really? To but even back in your no future days, because I remember you just taking cash advances on credit oh, cards. I had great credit. Yeah, I, I would always pay my bills, and I was making money, and I lived in my I lived in my house. So right, know, right, there was no problems. You right, so you would pay a mo- you would pay it monthly, and yeah, I yeah. really good credit. Yeah, I, any loan because that whole Amsterdam thing, I did that all on a loan. Right, I took out a loan and paid for everyone to go, and everyone paid me back. You know, like right. I had great credit. And then I just shit all over it. But it's like, how am I going to get a job now with bad credit? Like a real job. Well, yeah. I, I, don't think, I don't think it's a requirement. And I'm sure that there's certainly many jobs out there that, that aren't going to, you know. Like, if I was to guess this job that I have now, I, I don't see why they would have checked my credit. Now, I have good credit, so that, that wouldn't come up as a flag. So I wouldn't have known either way. But I would sincerely doubt that they checked my credit, you yeah. know. But that's just such one of those things where it's so, such a hypocrisy. Because I think... Why I, would you be unemployed and looking for a job? And have a great well, credit, you, know? you know. I think, and I'm not in any way defending it because I think it's re- I think it's ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, as well. But I think I think those jobs that check credit are more. I know in the other job, like you were now responsible for things that it could easily be stolen. Like you could take money out of the cash register, you could steal, you could go in after hours and take gear or, or you know expensive things and stuff like that. I think when you're in, in those positions. Um, and then, then they check the credit because the, I think the way they figure it is like, if you're in, a, if you have really bad credit or you're a shit ton of debt or whatever, you might be more of a risk to steal for stealing or something like that. Right. And also, and also, you know, it, it's, it, it's not right, but, uh, I think that they also might look at people with bad credit as bad decision makers, you know, like, yeah, you, that's you're, what you're I not able to handle your own shit, like kind of deal. That's what I thought in that, you know? But it's, I just think that's one of the more fucked up things in life, you know, one of the more fucked up obstacles, you know, because, <laughs> you know, like the whole fucking when you were looking for a job and, you know, it's, uh, you know, you have to be experienced for an entry level job. What the fuck kind of right. sense does that make? Well, I mean, that that Zero. that is the whole that is certainly the whole fucking thing. And especially in like the business world and and I and I brought this up before and and actually got emails about it where people are like, "You're fucking bullshitting or whatever." Uh but literally I was looking at jobs that re- required uh master's degrees that started at $35,000 a year and wanted like master's degrees and like 3 years experience. So if you if you uh, went and got a master's degree, right? So let's say you, right out of high school, you went and got a, a bachelor's degree. So that puts you at let's say at the let's say twenty two. Okay, I was gonna say twenty one, but most people are gonna get out of college at like twenty two, right? Yeah, yeah. If, most people are probably twenty three, but let's just say twenty two. So you're twenty two, then you decide and say immediately you decide to go get a master's degree, right? And now, how long does that take? Two years. Some of them are two years, right? Yeah. So that puts you at that puts you at twenty four, let's say, um, twenty four, twenty five. Then you have to go get some sort of internship or something like that. So now you're for three years or or a very entry level job or something like that for fucking. So now you're twenty eight, right? So now you're at an age where our parents' generations and their parents' generations at this point have already owned houses and cars and had children and fucking you know and all that stuff. You're twenty eight years old, just getting out of an internship to go start a job, and not only not only that. You're 
if you're anybody nowadays, probably, and you went to any sort of good school, probably at least $100,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. So you're already starting negatively. You're not Super e- negative. You're not even starting on a, on a zero slate. You're starting minus one house. And then you go get a fucking job with your bachelor's degree, with your master's degree, with your three years experience, and with your $100,000 in debt that pays thirty five dollars to $40,000 a fucking year. Yeah. And uh, that is the reason... That everything is so fucked in this Seriously. fucking country. Because, because And they wonder why suicide rates so high. Because <laughs> the, the, the the colleges are cash grabs. Um, you know, I, I and 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 people get there's so many different sides of this and and you know, I'm just giving my opinion, but there are facts and 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 the facts are um, I, I read this guy James Altucher, which is pretty interesting. He's kind of like a passive income internet guy, and you know he's definitely out there for his own means. But he he does write some. He's a good he's a good copywriter, and he does write some interesting stuff. And I was reading one of his articles once, and he brought or I might have even read his book. I think I might have bought one of his like Amazon cheap books and burned through it in a day. And one of the uh, one of the facts that he put in there. That definitely, uh, that definitely spun my head around, and I think about all the time is since 1976, I believe it is the co- the cost of colleges, um, it had, the tuition for colleges has has uh, increased like something like ten to twenty times itself in that short amount of time, and whereas you know cost of, even if you were to get a cost of living raise, I mean that's only four percent if that a year. And and uh, somewhere along the line, they just you know education just became a business, and yeah. that's and that's what it is. And now you know, and it's it, this is not anything that everybody doesn't know because it's it's an epidemic in our country. But yeah. kids are getting out of school, even not out of Harvard, not out of Yale, not yeah. out of Brown, out of Ramapo. out of fucking Ramapo <laughs> or Stockton or fucking whatever it may be, Arizona fucking state, whatever stupid fucking school you went to. Are are now getting out in in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, and 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 going to a job market that that isn't there that's dying quickly, through many different reasons, um, technology being the biggest one, and also and because of that, jobs that aren't offering living wages anymore, and it's I mean. Whatever you may think of it, whether whether you think this is uh, like bullshit and and you know, and you should just work two jobs because that's what my grandpappy did. If you have that attitude, that's great. Or you feel like this is a problem, like I feel it's a problem. Either way, it's a reality, and sooner or later, uh, the rubber's going to meet the road, and shit's going to have to happen. Yeah, you know. So anyway, well, it's not I, like there's anything they can fucking do about it. You know what I mean? What are they going to say? Like, here's fucking, here's free money, and all of a sudden, here we're going to pay you more. Well, you know? I, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Once, once, what people don't realize, I don't think, I don't know. I guess maybe they do, or I, I, I have no idea. I don't know the way people uh, work on a on a regular basis. But the thing is, is once precedents are set, they're never revoked. You know, especially if you're talking about money. So. You know, it, somewhere along the lines, employers were able to figure out a way that they could pay their employees less. And then somewhere along the lines, uh, colleges uh, were were able to figure out a way where they're able to charge their students more. Neither of those things are going to go in the oppor- opposite direction because they both benefit the powers that be. Yeah. So it's never going to get better. <coughs> That's what I'm saying. There's, you're right. There's never going to be a turning point where fucking where where all of a sudden they're like, you know what? You're right. Uh, college, you know, education should be free, and people should earn a living wage. Even though that is 100 percent true, that you know they're they're not. It's already there. People are already willing to work these jobs. You know. Yeah. 
which is which is crazy. It's it's crazy, and and that's the mindset is well, if you're not going to do it, there's somebody else that will, and and they're right because there is somebody else that will because there is somebody else that's sitting there saying, well, you know what, like I I, I it sucks, but I would rather work two jobs or work twelve hours a day or do whatever the fuck I need to do um, than not have any money, and 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 that's where you it's it's basically a form of slavery you're basically forcing people into at least in some sort of indentured servitude yeah yeah through minuscule funds only you don't get and huge land. debt <laughs> right right yeah there's no mules nah <coughs> you're not a sharecropper you don't get any fucking corn i don't want to get all political but that but, but nah, nah, it's just pissing me off well well i think i think the thing for us right now is that we've both started working new jobs because, well, believe me, uh, fair listeners of Awkward High Five Podcast, if we if we were able to do this as a living, we would we'd be doing uh, podcasts five nights a week. We'd already be on tour doing the live show that we want to do. Hell yeah, we'd be all over the place. But the the cold reality of the situation is that it's just not fun. It's just not fun in the bills. No, and and we are we are looking into more avenues of ways to kind of bring revenue into the show. Not because we want to get rich off the show, but we at least want the show to sustain itself and maybe yeah, it's about to crumble. <laughs> maybe give us the opportunity to do some of those things. Um, and the Patreon page is one of them. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll discuss it at a later date. But but I, the fact of the matter is, right now, is that uh, that your job, you're working like a maniac. Well, I was last week, and this week I didn't work at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's like so. How come you can do the show Tuesday then? It's so here and there. I, I was uh, <coughs> I was I'm helping. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because Tuesday, I was di- Tuesday was my worst day. I was le- le- legit fucking thermometer and ice bag. But uh, I kept saying to myself, I was in, in the middle of fucking shaking with cold chills and shit. I was like, it becomes I'm doing it. It becomes <laughs> I'm doing and it. And the thermometer burst and all the mercury fly out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a pimple. And uh, and then you said, I, I just figured that was your job thing. But that's okay. And then I, m- my job uh, isn't so bad as far as hours go. But from, from the way I'm commuting right now is ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous, the commute that I'm doing right now. So it's... Uh, and. So it's been hard for us to, to link up and, and do these shows, yeah. which sucks. And then at night, I've been watching uh, Mad Men because I got back into Mad Men. So I've been watching those seasons, which has sunk me into a deeper depression because I'm watching these people like, you know, in this sweet advertising world making 35 grand a week rich. Right. <laughs> you know, not 35 grand, but 35 grand a year. Rich as fuck. Right. I mean, it was also 1960. Right. But still, like they were fucking comfy. And then, you know, the the. Uh, main character Don Draper, uh, that dude John Ham. I was like, he's got to be like 40, 45 in this. And then, of course, the last episode, dude goes, Well, man, you got your whole life. You're 36 years old. <laughs> I almost fucking pushed a suicide button. <laughs> Fuck you, Don Draper. I do that with every, it's horrible, but I do that with every fucking show I watch now. I immediately, and not only, like, okay, here's a good example. I fucking started watching um, the Larry Sanders show again. I love that show, it's one of the best shows ever made. And uh, for a long time, you weren't able to find the the the, uh, the episodes unless you went and dropped the hundred dollars on the DVDs. But since uh, unfortunately Gary Shandling passed away this year, HBO has now put all the episodes out on HBO Go. So I've been burning through them, through them, and loving them. But there's so many people on that show, and uh, that you know and love now that that are older, you know. But but like Jeremy Piven or Janine Garofalo or Sarah Silverman, or the list goes on and on of the people that are on that show. But uh, you know the way I do it is I watch it. And I'm like, how old were they? Right, like Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven's on that show. <laughs> He's fucking. Uh, this was. 
This was, uh, but he's a tricky one because he was bald at 15. Right, right. Well, that's the weird <laughs> thing is that well, now he's back though. Like his hairline went f- backwards and then forwards. Yeah, well, that's got to be off. Whatever. Oh, of course. Yeah, right. No, it wasn't some magical yeah. fucking. <laughs> but um, but like even him, I looked, I looked him up real quick. What I do is I look at, the, I look at the show. I go on, I this is pathetic, but I go on IMDb. I look at what year the show was, and then I Google the actor and look at their Wikipedia page and see what year they were born, do the math, find out how much younger they are than me now. And for some reason, I don't want to be an actor. I'm not aspiring to be on any sort of Larry (laughs) Sanders show, but for some reason, get depressed when I find out that they were 27 and I'm 36. Yeah, well, you know what I do that's even lamer than that is I go by their fucking character in the mm. show. Like, I was I'm just like, about to bring that up. Oh, they're 36 and a fucking vice president of a company on a fucking TV show. Right. And I'll be like, oh man, what the fuck? Or if they're doing worse than me on a TV show, I'll be like, oh, I'm okay because this make-believe character is <laughs> <in> the shitter. <laughs> I do the same fucking thing. I do. I swear to God, I did it with Larry Sanders, the character himself, because there was an episode where he divulges that he's 42 years old. So I'm feeling good about myself. I'm like, damn, this dude's got fucking uh, six years on me. Life is good. And then he brings up that uh, a, a show that they did five years ago. Uh, you know, so he was saying like we had that guest on five years ago, and I was like. Oh man, the Larry Sanders show was on five years ago. That means he was thirty-seven hosting this show. Already making it. Larry Sanders is a fake talk show with a fake character, and I was pissed that he was hosting at thirty-seven. You know who bothers me about that? And I think it's unfair, and I think that he should be kicked off the fucking air for it. Is the fact that Jimmy Fallon actually got the Tonight Show at thirty-nine years old? Yeah. When you think of Johnny Carson, you know you think of, or even if you want to think of Jay Leno, I don't know why the fuck he would, but 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 both of those dudes you think of an older gentleman yeah. like it like it like uh, the tonight show was always like the presidency where you have to be a certain age like <laughs> you have to have gray in your hair and be an elder statesman in order to take that on jimmy fallon came out in his 30s we're in three years from now we're going to be the same age that jimmy fallon got the tonight show i know i know it's fucked up man it's so fucked up so all they need to do is fill the television up with shows about people that are just fucking in the shitter just don't have a job and are fucking older than me and I'll just feel great about myself. Yeah, but then that puts you in a state. I don't know which one's that puts better. Me in the winning state. But I don't know which one's better because one of them puts you in the state of like, fuck, I got to do shit. And then the other one puts you in the state of like, I got time. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, fuck it. A oh, lot of shit could happen in two years. <laughs> I might actually be the host, host of the Tonight, Tonight Show in three years. <laughs> Seriously, Why did that happen? I don't know. And are we the only two freaks in the world that do that? I don't know. Please, if, anybody if at home. Not, no one else is going to admit it. Yeah, it's true. It is true. We're the only ones that have the fucking problems to admit it. And I don't know why it is. Like, I'm not, I, I don't feel unsatisfied <laughs> with my life. I've, I, I have an inkling that even if I was the most, if I was fucking, <laughs> if I was Jay-Z right now, like Jay-Z successful, I would probably still be doing this. I'd probably still be like looking up and being like, damn, Larry Sanders, 37 hosts in the Larry Sanders show. I mean, I think if I was like, if I, I don't think I would do it if I was the least bit comfortable. Really? (laughs) (laughs) All right. If 
you know, because I only do it when I'm like unemployed and panicking and uh, any, any other time I'm fine and I'm just, you know, breezing by. But yeah, it's those damn celebrities that piss me off. You know, you know what, what also I do it with now, which is a, a doubly uh, pathetic is I don't know. I remember that Melancholy song used to be a real zinger. Because I am 22. Don't know what I'm supposed to do. I know. You're like, all right. Yeah, that one song, he rattles off his 20s and says what he's doing at each age of his 20s. 25. We were touring Europe. Yeah. <laughs> 26. I fucked this really hot chick. Um, that, that dude's bald now. He, yeah, he fucking, he does the shave down. Um. Yeah. At least. Fuck you, <laughs> yeah. Swedish singer of a punk rock band. Um. What was I gonna say? Okay. So this is, and I'm going to admit this as well. Same concept, but I do it with people who have children, and and I don't know if that means that I want children. I don't know. Majority's always been out with me with children, but I think that there's some. Sort oh, I know what you're talking about. I do it too. Well, what what'll happen is I'll hear that that somebody had a children, whether it be an actor or or an actress or, or somebody I don't fucking know. I, it doesn't matter. Like in their late forties, like eh, they can do it. I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And I'll and I'll hear it. And and if they're in their like late thirties or like four or early forties, I feel really good about that. <laughs> and now here's the thing: I don't know if I even want children. I'm right. not even steadily dating anybody right now. Like my unless I unless I randomly inseminate a, a, a girl that <laughs> you know like that sort of situation where now I'm stuck with a one-night hookup for the rest of my life like i the, the chances of me having children aren't even possible but for some fucking reason i do that where i'm just like yeah i'm good i still got like five or six <laughs> years you know what i mean i could have a kid i'll have three kids i'll be hosting the tonight show life would be great yeah like what who oh you know what i was listening to i did it fucking today i was driving into work on this on my horrible commute which takes a very long time so i have a lot of time to listen to podcasts um and I was listening to one of the Joe Rogan podcasts, which I don't listen to all the he time. Has more than one? Well, no. Well, yeah. Number one, he does have more than one. But but the Joe Rogan Experience podcast is the one that I listen to. But I only listen to it if there's a guest that I'm interested in. Like I don't listen to his MMA shit. And uh, a lot of times he'll have like second rate comics that he's buddies with at the comedy store that I won't listen to. But but if he has a really good comic or he has like a really smart guy, like sometimes he'll have like cosmologists or or you know yeah he's big into that shit yeah right, right yeah. yeah like that shit that I could learn from I'll listen to it. And uh, he was talking about his daughters and um and was talking about how he moved to Colorado and was and then his wife got pregnant with his first daughter and i uh, i did the math in my head real quick and figured out that he was 41 when he had his first kid and i was thinking to myself all right i had that feeling that split second yeah of, but he probably impregnated some like 22 year old piece of ass oh yeah i'm like, sure yeah fertile. look <laughs> dude joe rogan's on news radio i to me the guy's a god how he, old is he on news radio that's a fucking thing okay you want to hear something crazy do you know how uh fucking uh old uh um, Steven Root, the guy who plays Jimmy James, was on news radio. He was like 38 years old. Really? When he started that fucking show. Yeah. That's and he guy. plays like the old station yeah. owner guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. Dave Foley was 30. Really? Yeah. Oh. 30 well, years he old. He already wiped out kids in a hall. He I know, right? Yeah, he was through kids in a hall. It's crazy. What the fuck? It's suffice to say, my friend, me and you are never going to have we our own television shows. <laughs> we missed the bus. But that's the thing. I, I I don't know why I do it with actors so much. I don't real. I don't do it with musicians because I feel like <clears throat> number one, I don't ever feel like there's like this actual thing with with music where you get to. I guess there's a level you get to if you're like fucking Green Day or the Beatles or something like that. But 
I feel like music is something that you could always just jump into and 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 whatever, and it doesn't matter. Like I'll, I will go listen to a seventy year old play if it's going to be fucking good. Yeah, yeah. And he could have just started yesterday. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. Right. But for some reason, when it comes to like comedy and television and movies, the age thing just mm-hmm. it's right there for me. Yeah. And the, and it's not. Uh, yeah, with TV and comedy, shit, that's more closer to home. But it the athletes just that's just straight anger. That's just like, you know, when I see a 19 year old kid pitches two balls and makes like $30 million. Well, <laughs> but, the, but the, the, the athlete thing doesn't bother me because that is like legitimately the only thing where there really is an age limit. Like you have to, if you're going to be perfect, do what needs to be done to become an actual professional, well-paid athlete to play in the NBA or the MLB or the uh, NFL or, or hockey, NHL, um, you legit have to be doing this from like, you know, yeah. yeah, And, and, and you have to break into it in your early teens. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. And then your career's done by your early thirties. We'd be well retired. Right. Right. So that doesn't bother me. Like if, you know, uh, the thing that does weird me out, and I think I've discussed this before is, is when there's, uh, like I, I, my main sport is baseball. I don't watch many other sports. Um, so there's sometimes there's dudes like for instance, uh, uh, Albert Pujols, all right? I'm pretty sure that everybody knows who Albert Pujols is. I don't is. know who that dude is. Uh, you would. He used to play. He was uh, about five or six years ago. He was like the biggest thing in baseball. Power hitter. Played for the Cardinals. Now he plays for the. Uh, he plays for an American League team. I think the Angels. But for uh, for a long period of time, he was like the biggest thing in baseball. The best hitter. The best power hitter. Um, big, burly, fucking Hispanic dude like a man like this guy's a fucking man you know like if i was to meet this guy and i was to shake his hand i would say hi sir nice to meet you do you know how old he is (laughs) 36 years old yeah born in 1980 same fucking year as us but for some reason when i look at this guy he is a fucking man like i feel like i'm a boy (laughs) and he's a man you see what i'm saying yeah like that's fucking weird like um uh ah now i can't think of his goddamn name but there was a dude that was on the mets last year uh and uh he's like david wright's best friends why can't i think of his name anyway but same thing he had fucking gray hair and was like this big burly guy same kind of deal where i feel like i'd be like hi sir nice to meet you he was also 36 years old and he also retired last year (laughs) son of a bitch yeah all right right. enough with the age fucking shit i know but it just pisses me off man i don't know what to do it's like it's almost like those things is what holds you back in a way you know, that's that, well, that, you can't compare yourself to other people. Though. I know, I know, and I don't, but like with the TV, it just shoves it in your face, and then you try and like make excuses for yourself. Well, what we're doing is we're falling prey to the big, to, to the, the biggest, one of the biggest things that's wrong with advertising and media is the way that it makes regular people feel that they need to look. Women feel like they need to be these skinny models. Guys feel like they need to have all the money and they they have to have the perfect hair and and be muscular and everything. It's because it's what's rammed down our throat. But it's ridiculous and and it's just not true. But even, it, even, I mean, I don't feel like I need to have all the money. <laughs> I just want a little bit of money. But, but, but even the fact that we believe that money would make us happy because it doesn't. You know, I understand th- there's, there's a function for money. And that is if you have a problem that could be solved by money and you have money, you don't have that problem. Right. So, of course, we need money, that it's how we eat and everything like that. But but us as Americans, at, at growing up having these images rammed down our throats our whole life, we believe that once you're that you're once you're wealthy, that you have a bunch of money, 
uh, that's what makes you happy. And it's just not true. I mean, you, all you yeah. have to do is just look at all the how many if you want to take actors as an example, how many actors kill themselves or go through thousands right. of relationships or, or, or depressed or drug addicts or whatever. And they're all have, they're all right. wealthy. Well, it's that's just, that same old thing we always say that no matter, even if you have all the money in the world, you're just, that's that day is still your day. You're still you and you're going to live your yeah. life. You know what I mean? You have but, to be yeah. happy. You have to be happy with yourself. I'm saying I would like to, you know. Take care of some problems, I guess. Right? No, no, I no. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I get Just it. Give me that little bit of money. I get it. I yeah. get it. I, I do the same fucking thing. It, we're what I'm saying is we're not immune. E- even even if we even if we could recognize the fact that this is kind of manipulation and it's not tr- real life, and of course you're not going to look like fucking Brad Pitt, and women aren't going to look like fucking I don't know who's the hot chick now. Uh, no. Uh, I, yeah, I have no idea. I literally don't know what, who like the hot girl out there is. No. Mila Kunis, maybe women aren't going to look she like Mila Kunis, uh, you know. Like, but or you know, you, the chances are that you're not going to be a millionaire, or you're not going to you know have a six pack, or you're not going to keep your fucking hair until you're 50 years old, like George Clooney or something. You know, what I mean, like it, it, even though we all know that, we still we still fall prey to it. We yeah. still we still judge ourselves against those images. And uh, and that's a problem. I know it is a problem. That's why people people, you know, have a hard time loving themselves, looking themselves in the mirror because they're comparing themselves to these actors who, by the way, or these at least public figures who, by the way, are all are all fake anyway. It's all made up. You know, we just brought up Jeremy Piven when he was when he was uh, the head writer on Larry Sanders. His fucking hairline was in the middle of his forehead. All of a sudden, he's <laughs> fucking Ari on. Uh, on that stupid fucking whatever show that was, that HBO show where he's that agent yeah, yeah. and he's got a full fucking like 20 year old hairline. <laughs> and now he goes around rocking a full 20 year old hairline. We all know it's fake, motherfucker, <laughs> but it doesn't matter, you right, know? Doesn't. And, and, uh, and, you know, so whatever. That's yeah. what all those. Uh, it's funny because um, <clears throat> a friend of mine who's uh, say, uh, just about the same age as me, maybe a little bit younger, but she looks young also. You know, I would say I look a little young for my age, but we were saying like how we should just fucking you know, show up on a college campus one day and say that we're like 22 years old just so we could rock hard and party one last time, you know? But then we were saying how, like, we wouldn't know any of the terms that, like, <laughs> shit that shit that kids say or, like, any of, like, the hot fucking songs. Or oh, anything. yeah, right. And we get caught in a pickle real quick. But also, <laughs> but also, do you think that you look 22 years old? Because you don't. No, I didn't say I look 22 years old, but I think I don't, wouldn't pass for the late 30s. Mm, yeah okay no yeah. I, yeah no i get it but but yeah like but that's the thing Just think of how many dudes and we went to college with that look like 50 <laughs> you know like there's some old looking dudes out there well that was what i was gonna say though because i look at you and in my mind you don't look any different than you did when we were 20 years old in my mind right and, and like and in most of my friends i was actually thinking about that the other day because i, I was i was looking at uh pictures of like uh of some of my friends and 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 it, we've definitely aged, you know, some people are fatter, some people have less hair, some people fucking, it doesn't, you know, whatever it may be. Um, it, but but in my mind, it, nobody looks older. But then I was thinking to myself, if I was to take a picture from when we were all 20 and then a picture from when we were all th- in our mid-30s, yeah, yeah. you probably could see some real differences, oh, yeah, yeah. you know? When you're like 21, you know, we all look like anorexic and shit. Yeah, and right. Skinny ass heads. Yeah. <laughs> you, like your head, why does your head grow? <laughs> I don't know. I like, hate it. everything's normal, but then like... Like you're fucking Jason Giambi and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Like you're just sitting there with a big old roid head. Once you get past like in 33, you just get a roid head. You do. Veins start popping out. You're just like st- sitting there staring at fucking like in a dugout staring at Jeter. Like that, That's the main thing is the head. Like I'll look at young pictures of me and they're like, I'm like, man, everything kind of looks the same. But my fucking head grew. I know. It sucks. So weird. Like the head, the jaw, the chin, you know, all that shit. My main thing, uh, my main thing is getting older was the weight thing. And it's not so much the, it's not so much like gaining weight. Like I've definitely gone through periods of my life where I've been like fat, not, you know, obese, but like for my body weight, like definitely been, you know, overweight. Um, but even when I'm not overweight, like even when I'm, I'm eating right and exercising really hard and dropping like a ton of weight, you know, when I was 20, I would be, I was like 175, you know, like now if I get to like 195, I'm, I'm like, feel like I'm thin and, and, and ruling the fucking world. And, and it's just like, <laughs> it's like, where did this extra 20 pounds come from? Like now I'm just a bigger person. Like, are my bones bigger? Is my, like my mass just bigger? Cause there's no, I would legitimately, I would look like fucking, uh, what's his Christian Bale in the fucking Machinist or whatever that movie is? <laughs> if, I would look like <laughs> I would look like fucking Donnie Wahlberg in his tidy whities and fucking Six Sense if I got down to one seventy five. There wouldn't be anything there, you know. know you know what I mean? Like, but when I was twenty and I was that weight, I probably even looked in the mirror and was like, "Man, I kind of got a little bit of a gut going." <laughs> in the past month, I gained four and a half pounds. Really? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Gain a little bit of weight, but but yeah, that's that's my main thing, you know. Otherwise, well, I guess my hair my hairline gets a little it's it's going back a little bit. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, my widow's peak just looks like a big old letter M. <laughs> <laughs> but um, otherwise, there's not there's not really any anything that I see. But you don't know. You can't tell. I know. You, know? you can't. You just got to look at those before and after photos. Like women, women are all over it. They're like, oh my God, I got crow's feet. I got cellulite. Yeah. I got this. I got that. Like dudes don't fucking know. I might, my back's probably a little bit hairier, but I yeah. got that fucking back shaver. The only time I ever like really, maybe, maybe there was other times, but one time I really noticed was after I was at college. I mean, this is even going back to when I was like 20, 21 years old, but I just remember the moment when I noticed a physical change because I was sitting there and we were at college for like a year or two and we were just pounding beers nonstop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So of course you gain weight. And I, I was like sitting on the couch, I don't know, watching TV or whatever. And I felt I like not I like felt on my stomach a new roll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. say there was once two, now there's three. You know, like a new one developed a whole entire one. <laughs> you know, a whole floor. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like that just snuck up and just Yeah, you don't you don't know that it's happening in the moment. Yeah. Like you don't. Yeah. I cause I, I remember when I went from skinny to fat in like my my mid twenties. And I'd always been like I'd always been a thin guy, you know, for the most part. Like I was kind of chubby when I was younger, when I had the, <laughs> baby fat, when the baby fat. But yeah. by the time I went through puberty until the time I was in my early twenties, I was a, I was a thin dude, and uh, and I was looking in the mirror every morning, so I should have known that I was getting fat. So and, weird. But but I remember even like looking at myself and being like, yeah, I look good. And then I look back at pictures from that time, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude! Like, and that's exactly what happened 
was uh my you know my metabolism stopped at that certain at that point yeah. so plus the boozing you well, that's but the that's all part like the biggest part but that's all part of it so like when you're 20 years old and you're boozing every night and you're eating fast food and fucking like i was saying before you know going to bed with a fat sandwich after drinking at three o'clock in the morning and then yeah. waking up and doing it all over again and you're not gaining any weight and then all of a sudden you're 25 26 years old and you're still doing the same bullshit because you're mentally a fucking infant yeah. and you and you haven't grown up yet which is exactly what i did and and you start your metabolism slows down and you start putting on that fat but then you don't see it and then all of a sudden you're like fucking fat you know and you're just like what the fuck yeah Yeah, it's very weird i hate that when like you know i guess i guess women call it off days or whatever but it's like some days i'll wake up and i'll be like man i fucking feel fat today Like, what the fuck did I eat last night? Well, can I... Another thing about this, about being back in the workforce uh, for the almighty dollar is, uh, is uh, you know, I I put together a, a pretty rigorous exercise, exercise, meditation, and writing routine that I did for a very long time, for at least a year, where every, at least five days a week, but mostly every day, I'd get up, I'd exercise for an hour, I would, I would write at least three pages of something, and I would meditate uh, at least twice a day, like, kind of deal. And I swore to myself that none of that was going to change when I got this job. And 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 the first couple of weeks I didn't do it because I was I was like I'm adjusting I'm adjusting. But now it's almost been a month and I haven't done any of that shit. And I'm still eating healthily, but I feel myself getting flabbier already. I feel like the muscles yeah. not as much as there, and I and I feel it going to shit. And and now it's like I, I even said to myself today, like, all right, dude, like this is this I'm going away this weekend. Um, once you get back on fucking Monday, I don't care how long your commute plus work is. I don't, you know, you have to get this shit in and, and, uh, we'll see. It's hard. It's a discipline. Yeah. I mean, especially if you work all those hours and commute all those hours, who wants to come home and fucking, especially exercise. Yeah. Well, nobody does. No, nobody does. But that's why everybody goes to shit by their mid thirties. And there's another thing with money, because if you came home to a fucking big ass house with your own like underground gym with fucking Club Mix ninety five blasting, you'd probably work out because right. it'd be more fun. Right. But who wants to come home and then like you're in a room where there's mostly things to sit on and eat? <laughs> well, you know, and that's what you reach for. You know, food is a problem because at at the end, uh, food is a big problem for me because I've always used it as a reward. Yeah. And at the end of a long day of work and fighting through traffic in order to get home, which is what i'm doing right now and uh and and you know you're waking up at like five six in the morning so you're not gonna you're getting home at like five six at night you're waking up at five six in the morning so you're not gonna get drunk because you're not you you know so your only real kind of reward and way to kind of space out from the world is to flip on a fucking movie or a baseball game or a television show and shove some shitty food in your face and feel and feel good about yourself for an hour and that's always been the way i've worked um, my my last relationship was based around that shit. Like that was literally both of us would get home from work, you know, and we would immediately be on the couch. I would cook up some sort of like big dinner, like m- way more food than the two of us needed to eat. There would be carb heavy, cheese heavy, whatever like comfort food that you would want. Yeah, yeah. We'd probably have a couple glasses of wine. We'd watch whatever stupid show was the you know we we were watching, and that was the ritual. That was the feel good at the end of the day ritual. And and that does nothing but make you fat and, and, and unhealthy and, you know, and you can't do it. And I'm trying to fight it, but I have those urges and I've done it. You know, like uh, I there's there was one night where I came home and I was like, fuck it. And I just went and got Taco Bell yeah. because I was like, I deserve this. I know. You I know? know, 
But you, you can't, and, and like you said, you get way more than you even want to eat. Oh yeah, because just so you could lay out the presentation <laughs> because it's a celebration. Yeah, because you want to just gorge yourself and then lay down and watch whatever stupid show until you go to sleep and and feel like you got some sort of reward throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, you know, some me time. And it's hard. It's hard. I I understand it, but I, but I'm I'm fighting. It. I've done too much work to reset myself in this last year and a half, uh, mentally and physically that. Now that the financial has become a problem again, and I have to work out the financial, I I can't let the others let the other shit yeah. go. I just can't do it. Yeah, you know? I've never hosted the night show in that way. No, right? Yeah. Exactly. How would I possibly get at thirty? <laughs> I have three years, not even three years, because I'm like more than halfway through my thirty-six year. True, true. So I got like fucking. Uh, oh, well, no, yeah, no, yeah. So I got like a good two and a half years to become the the host of the Tonight Show. First thing on my list assassinate uh, jimmy fallon mm-hmm. um but i gotta do that like right you know in my 30 when i'm 38 and a half that's when i'll when i'll put, uh, <laughs> yeah. sign that in his fucking but uh <laughs> give him some gatorade lace with antifreeze uh, I, i'll uh I'll, you know what my plan would be somehow i'll get on the show like maybe i'll do something that'll get me on the show and then he'll ask me to play beer pong because apparently that's what he does with all his guests does he and i'll cyanide lace the beer pong ball <laughs> and i'll sink a fucking ringer and then he'll drink it and on and then that's it flip flip and then what I suppose would happen is the producers of the show would be like, well, now Jimmy's dead, so who's the first person we see? Dev Dog, hey, welcome. That's how Conan got his job. <laughs> Just killing everybody? How the fuck else did he get his job? The trail of dead that Conan left in his wake. Did he even ever do stand-up or anything? No, he was a writer. He, oh, that's right. He was, he was, he was an MP- You know what he was? Was He was just the NBC golden child. Yeah. You know, like right. he, he was. Uh, he Simpsons, wrote for Santa Night Live. Well, Live. Simpsons was Fox, but... He wrote for Saturday Night Live for a long time. Uh, just was like a thirty rock guy. Was just there doing all the shows and yeah, shit. And yeah. then they finally just gave it to him. Kind of the same way that Seth Meyers got his shit. What? Oh, he does some random late show, right? He does, I believe the uh, the Conan spot now. The uh, yeah, behind yeah. the Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, man, these fuckers. And uh, Seth Meyers, early forties, forty one, I think, forty two. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. Also, just had a new child. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> Made me feel good because he was 41. <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, opposite of racism, but, like, with, like, Jews, I don't really, they, they, you know, it doesn't matter. They were going to have it anyway. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, you're, you were bound to have, you could have that job, like, whether you were 20 or 50 or talented or not, you were going to have that, you were going to host something or be some type of celebrity. Wait, are you saying Seth Meyers Jewish? Yeah. You think he is? I fucking know he is. Yeah, okay. I never saw him as Jewish. Really? Yeah. Seth Myers? <laughs> I know, but I don't think he's Jewish. I'm going to have to just say He yes. doesn't look Jewish. What? Funny. I doesn't he, look Jewish. I think, he, I think he looks more Jewish than his name is Jewish, and oh, my name is pretty fucking Jewish. I know it's Jewish. Oh, yeah. You know what, though? His brother's name is Josh, I think. <laughs> But you know what? Like they're both might as well just be Jew. <laughs> well, you know, do you know you know who his brother is? Do you, no. do you know the the last season of that '70s show where they replaced um, Topher Grace and they had that other dude come in and he was like a blonde surfer dude? That's his brother. He doesn't I look Jewish know. at all. I don't remember. I'm looking it up, my friend. Oh yeah. Oh shit. That looks exactly like him. Yeah. Uh, he was he was on Mad TV for a few. Uh, two. Yeah, he would do like Matthew McConaughey impressions. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's his brother. Yeah. Yeah, they look like mice. I don't know if he's Jewish, my friend. I'm gonna have to say Jewish. Mm. Oh wait, wait, wasn't his brother a blonde? I don't that's think... what I said. He like looks like a blonde surfer. Yeah, guy. I don't think you get many blonde Jews, do you? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. 
What are you on? I don't know. What are you on the IMDB? <laughs> I am. No, I'm on his uh... IMDB, better better known as self confidence crusher. Myers was born in Evanston, Illinois, raised in Michigan. Uh, oh, his paternal. Okay, hang on. It's not like he was born in Jerusalem. <laughs> his his uh, paternal grandfather was Jewish, and although Myers has performed at several Jewish community centers, he does not consider himself Jewish. His other ancestry is Czech, Austrian, Swedish, English, and German. So he's a mutt. Damn, that's a lot of random shit. So he got the Myers from his paternal grandfather, yeah. but but yeah. See, I didn't think he was like he's not like fucking Richard Lewis. No, no, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Which, by the way, I was was on Larry Sanders. Looked up what age he was when he was on th- Larry Sanders. He was like thirty eight. Richard really? Lewis, yeah, yeah. I thought Richard, that dude looks like the Crypt Keeper now. Well, you got to figure uh, uh, Larry Sanders was uh, 90, it, that show came on in 94, so that was 30 years ago. But when he had, like, not the Larry Sanders, when he had the actual Gary Shandling show. Yeah, he, he was younger than Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling was, like, 30 when the Gary Shandling Get show came out. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, I gotta and, go kill myself. And I and I and I looked I looked up that up too. Believe me, I did all this research. I looked I looked that up too, and he does look like a fucking child, though. Does he? Now, isn't that weird? Because when you know we watched that show as children, you saw this just adult, you know, old ass man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird looking at a picture of Larry Sand. I mean, of uh, Gary Shandling, where you're like, wow, he was actually younger than I am right now, and I could see it in him. But yeah, that's so fucked up, man. It's fucking crazy. I hate this life. <laughs> Really do. We've burnt this whole episode on us, on our, our insecurity of how old we're getting, <laughs> how old and broke we are, how unsuccessful we are, how, uh, don't, don't crack it up just yet. I'm fucking miserable. No, you can't call the show. No, I'm not calling the show. I'm busting out the book. Okay. I was going to say, let's do some extra since we only did one show this week. All right. We, we'll, we'll go over an hour. That'll be our uh, our treat to the listeners who you hasn't to, turned uh, this off already because it was depressing. You want to play rock games? Okay, I do. So you have a book there in front yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. It, it originated as my toilet readery. Oh, great. And you brought that into <laughs> Awkward <laughs> Eye <Hey>. Studios? <laughs> well, it's not like I shit on the book. <laughs> it looks a little shitty. <laughs> it's uh, how... Like, this is a very interesting topic because I feel like it's something that people want to know, but they don't know they want to know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's it's interesting shit on how rock bands or, you know, any type of bands got the name of their band. Ooh. Being that we brought up our band and being that it has the worst name in rock and the worst story uh, as to how we got that name. Mm-hmm. The Grillers you're talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, this That was might, a pretty bad name. This might clarify uh, some of the other things. So it's called Rock Names from ABBA to ZZ Top, yeah. How Rock Bands Got Their Names. Yeah. And that looks like a well-read book. How long have you had this book? Uh, probably about five years. Five years? It's been longer than that. Nah. Isn't there a year on the back? I remember you having this book in like your room at your parents' house. No. This book was only written in... Oh, 96. But I ha- <laughs> I didn't get it in 96. I definitely got it in the 2000s. Well, I hope somehow. they've had some uh, updated editions because there's been definitely bands that well, come out is, since 96. Well, no, because there's no new bands in here. Oh, okay. I think the newest band in here is Green Day. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this, you know, came out, I guess it came out in 96. But I know why Green Day got their name because it's a, a, a reference to sing around smoking weed all day. That's exactly what it is. And that's exactly what it says. It says, named after one of their own songs, an ode to hanging out and smoking pot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Green Day. But they're not uh, they're a not fucking of, um, environmental activists, that's for sure. <laughs> a lot of the hairspray uh, that Trey Cool uses alone burned a fucking hole in the ozone <laughs> yeah, layer. Right? What a du- he looks like a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's a good looking lesbian though. Um, 
a lot of the bands in here are pretty obscure bands maybe you heard of a lot of bands i never heard of but <laughs> what want, does that mean i want well the, you know more random bands than i do a lot of 80s stuff okay so let's let's do a couple yeah so what do you which ones do you find interesting which one do I find? See, I was going to say, you name a band. Okay. You're curious okay. as to how they got their name, and I will give you the info. Okay. I have one right off the top of my head. You said 80s. I've always yeah. wondered why this name. Duran Duran. Ooh. Then I know that's in here. Speaking of, I am hungry like the wolf right now. I don't know how much longer we could go because I need to eat something before I go to sleep <laughs> to get my four hours of sleep. All right. Duran Duran formed in Birmingham, England in 78. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bassist John Taylor named the band after a villain played by Milo O'Shea in Roger Vadim's 1967 science fiction spoof Barbarella. Taylor recalls, I remember sitting at home and watching Barbarella and I always liked the film and thinking... It was so sexy, but this time it was struck more than words. Duran Duran, which kept getting repeated. So I guess... Okay. A movie. You must go to the planet Earth and find Duran Duran. So I guess that was a character that they had to find. Okay. Much like uh, Shia Lu took their name from Dune, uh, Duran Duran took their name from that Barbarella film. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Let's bring up another one. Do I have to do all 80s? No, you get there's see there's even Bob Dylan. I guess that's not his real name because his name no, is yeah, Robert Zimmerman. Robert Zimmerman, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Does it tell you why he chose the uh, the name? Um, he was excellent reporter. Why he changed his name from Zimmerman to Dylan? And he said because and, it was the fucking sixties and I was Jewish. Well, <laughs> that should have been his answer, but he said he always admired the poetry of a one Dylan Thomas. Oh, okay, probably a beatnik. All right. All right. But yeah, so he changed his name to Dylan, but he changed the spelling to Dylan. Mm. Yeah. Wait, that's not... I thought Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N. That's how Bob spells it. Spells it Isn't that... There's... Why? You're saying D-I-L-A-N is the, the D- real way to spell Dylan? D-I-L-L-I-O-N. Oh, Dillion. Yeah, okay. Dillion. Dylan. Like that porn chick that looks like Seth MacFarlane. Okay. Uh, There's a porn chick that looks like Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, this is chick Jill, Dill, <laughs> fucking disturbing. Dillian Harper, and she, oh, I know, who and she's she's about. hot. She's fucking hot. I enjoy her work, but it but somewhere along the line, I think it might have been in the <laughs> comment section of one of her videos. Somebody put, "Doesn't this chick look like <laughs> Seth MacFarlane?" And now I can't watch her videos anymore because she looks exactly like Seth Dude, MacFarlane. Some people are just so fucking creative. Like I have no faith in anyone else's like sense of humor in the world. I always think like everyone else has no idea what's funny. But sometimes you check comments on shit, and oh, yeah. people fucking kill me. That's why memes are. I, I I resisted memes for so long. I was like, this is a fad, and most of them aren't funny. But now that the, the actual funny people out there, the funny internet people out there got their hands on memes are the funniest fucking things in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you get to these dudes that you would know or, or girls that you would normally not get to hear that like these are all the people that if you were friends with at a party they would be the person that's always making you laugh because they just say random weird <laughs> shit yeah, yeah, yeah. but now we get their gifts on a daily basis <laughs> yes. with pictures and it's fucking awesome i know i know I, i've been loving it too okay um there was one there was, there was like a. Uh, I was looking at a rapper's Facebook or whatever, and it was like him and his buddies on a porch in Brooklyn just being real obnoxious. And it was like a video of them, and it said, what if your girl asked you to come over and you had to walk through these dudes to get to her house or whatever? And some guy writes, I'll just walk up and hold up a book and watch them scatter like roaches. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. It was a, it was a picture of, um, I, I'm guessing, modern times Matthew Perry. 
from uh, Friends. Oh, I seen that. I was and, that. And it's like it him. Been your day, your week. <laughs> it's him looking all decrepit, and it just says, "When it hasn't been your day, your week, or even your year." Yeah, I was dying. Yeah, I was fucking okay. <laughs> that was let's pull. Let's pull one or two more bands. All up. right. Pick. Pick. What about one. uh? What about that band? What was the name of that band that did the Friends song? Uh, the Remembrance. The Rembrandts. The Rembrandts. Are they in there? Let's see if we got the Rembrandts. Let's see. The Rembrandts. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to go suspenseful for that. Nope. <laughs> and the suspense is over. And then... Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. No Rembrandts. Um, too early for that. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Uh, but, you know, it's weird. I'm thinking that you, number one, you got me on 80s. And then now I'm thinking 80s things, but I know a lot of them. Yeah, well, you didn't know Husker is... Do, my friend. <laughs> Uh, what's oh no Husker Du oh right Husker Du was the game you brought that up <laughs> yeah but I they, was like but, I know that but then we yeah, talked about it already did they name it after the game yeah of course they did I don't think they did I think there might be a whole other meaning behind Husker Du no didn't you didn't we do this on a podcast already yeah we talked about it holy shit the picture in the game is- <laughs> <laughs> it's the only graphic in the whole book <laughs> black is. and white Husker Du uh pick one at random I can't think right now P- pull right, something right. out let's pick a letter let's pick a M all right. Go to M and find one that's interesting. Because there's got to be some info that our audience needs to know about this shit. Well, we had Metallica. Ooh, Meat Puppets. Let's go Meat Puppets. Ooh, yeah, okay. Uh, Formed in Phoenix, Arizona in the early 80s, the band's name was inspired by their sense that sometimes the music seems to play them, not the other way around. Oh, that's That's, stupid. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of trying to be way more pretentious than is knowledgeable. Where the bad folks go when they die? Sorry. Megadeth, the guitarist (laughs) Dave Mustaine. Wanted a lot of death. Yeah, born Megadeth after he was kicked out of Metallica. Metallica. Yeah, we know that. Quote, the band's name means the act of dying, he explains. But like, really mega. (laughs) To be more specific, one million deaths <laughs> or a hypothetical body count of a nuclear fallout. <laughs> what a dummy. He should have fucking named that band Google Death. He would have been <laughs> ahead of the time. Did people even know that? Because let me real quick. What the word Google means? Yeah, that, that Google is an actual number. Because I remember when we were kids, them saying a Google is a number that if you were to write one and then all the zeros would fill up the page, like the whole, all the pages of a notebook or something like that. No, it's a one with a million zeros after it. Right, right. Yeah. But I remember them. Yeah, I remember that as a kid. So I remember when Google came out, I'm like, what do you mean the notebook number? And what don't I close, let me look What I book. remember. Oh, no, this is the poop book. I don't want to touch the What I remember is that it wasn't just called Google. I thought it was called a Googleplex. Oh, I or don't know. Or am I know making that, that up? I'm uh, just thinking of the perfect flex. Okay. Uh, you give me a name. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Dinosaur Jr. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm going to say that they named their band Dinosaur Jr. because one of their fathers is a dinosaur. <laughs> and then he had a little little baby stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dinosaur Jr. from an interview with guitarist Jay Mascus, who I met, by the way. Did you yeah, see? Great. That's what I mean. How the fuck does that happen? I met him at work. He's a good oh, dude. All right, work. I met a lot of a lot of uh, musicians at that job, especially working in Man in Union Square. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you choose that name all, of all names? He said, "I don't really remember to tell you the truth. We just kind of thought it was cool." <laughs> <laughs> best answer ever uh was it a reference to dinosaur rock or anything of that nature not really no so he just basically they just named it a fucking band why which is like the book you pretty much said fuck you get your book out of here uh midnight oil 
How can we sleep while our beds are burning? They didn't have the Rembrandts in here, but they had Midnight Oil. <laughs> hey, Midnight Oil of all the one-hit huge. wonders. Was the singer of Midnight Oil the guy that raided that party in Weird Science? I know, right? The <laughs> fucking teacher on the bike. It's not, but they look exactly alike. That's fucked up. Uh, that was stupid. It was from Burning the Midnight Oil. I knew it was going to be. Uh, the Minutemen, one of my favorite... Well, I shouldn't say one of my favorite bands, but a really good punk band that I like. Um... In the ni- late 70s, as the reactionaries, changing their name in 1980 to the Minutemen because of their Fast and Furious song types, typically under clocked under 60 seconds. I thought that they were, uh, I thought they called themselves the Minutemen as like a joke at their sexual prowess, but I guess I was wrong. I think this, this guy re- made some of this shit up in hopes that these people wouldn't read it. Because <laughs> how do you go around getting this much, you know what I mean? What are you fucking, uh, Matt Pinfield? How do you know this many bands? The Pixies. The band formed, but we all know when they formed and where they're out of. Uh, Joey Santiago, their guitar player, was fl- flipping through a dictionary and was okayed by the band because they liked the fact that it didn't have any real relevance to their sound. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's do one. This is getting boring. Yeah, I this, is, be, this is a good book, though. I thought it'd be better than that. No, well, hey. Ooh, here's here's a good one. Tears for Fears. Oh, that's got to be a good one. Uh, I love that, baby. In 1981, the duo named themselves Tears for Fears, inspired by the book Prisoners of Pain by Arthur Janov, who pioneered primal scream therapy. Now I got to read this fucking book. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Janov's theories, which endorsed the confrontation of hidden fears and the release of suppressed emotions, had a profound effect on the pair, who both had unhappy childhoods. In Rolling Stone in June of 1985, they recalled... Uh, he recalled his reaction to reading the book. I rushed out to everybody I knew and started blubbering to them about it. Everybody th- thought I was a nutter. Okay. It must have been the 80s. Nutter was a nutter. <laughs> <laughs> the only person who could see any sense of it was Kurt, the other guy. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey. Hey, Television. They're, they're a great punk band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Lloyd. And they called themselves Television. Uh, That's got to have some uh, punk rock thing like we were all slaves to the TV. Richard Hell said, yeah, I contributed to it. There had been a previous incarnation of the band called the Neon Boys that exists for a few months, and we searched for a second guitar player. There's only three of us, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, they just saying I really like the name. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this guy fails as an author. <laughs> yeah, that's what he gets. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for the girl from Impanema. <laughs> we... <laughs> Oh, it's after that. <laughs> we don't know. Man, listen to that computer, though. <laughs> I'm getting wet just listening Files to my computer. Downloading. Will it explode? <laughs> Wait, did that say RTG's top 10 list? Yeah. Huh. Thank you for listening to the Ogre Hi-Fi podcast. We tried to give you bonus time, but it fell flat on its face. Yeah, this book sucks. I don't know if it's the book or the, <laughs> the presenters of the book. <laughs> Miserable presenters. Um, so I guess here's the deal. Now is that uh, we're going to be for, for at least for the, the time being, we're going to be we're going to be banging these shows out when we can bang these shows yeah. out uh, as close to Tuesdays and Fridays as possible. But hey, you might wake up in the morning on a Wednesday and all of a sudden. Poof, a high five in your fucking shit. And we're going to do our best to do something fun for 100. I don't know what. Oh, yeah, right. We're, we're, yeah, we're trying to plan some sort of 100th. But, something. Because uh, I think the next episode we do is going to be 99. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> so yeah. we got to start thinking. We got to figure it out. We got to burn the midnight oil. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, 
bear with us in this time of transition, but we're still here for you. Your buddies, Dev and Rich, are still here. We're yeah. still doing the show. No matter how depressed Ain't we nothing going to stop us. Um, we just need to, uh, you know... Stop watching TV. We need to tidy up our personal lives a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. In the year that we've been doing this, uh, things have spiraled even more out of <laughs> no, control. It's supposed to get better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we promise we'll be here for you. And, uh, and they still get this. All right. We'll see you in a few short days, and I promise that. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.